Welcome to the Static Zone Podcast, where we discuss everything you watched back when TV's had a static snow cover channel before you popped in your VHS or switched over to Channel 3. Anna, give me a hand. We've only been in prison two hours, maybe in a month. I'm Scotty Moe. And for you, the day Bison graced your village was the most important day of your life. But for me, it was Tuesday. It's Corey, a.k.a. Tornado Jones. Hello, Scotty. How are you? Hello. I... I... What the fuck was that? <laughs> Shit, you could hear that? Sorry. It's not my ghost. Tamagotchi. Not my Tamagotchi uh, behind the microphone, hidden from my sight. Hold on, hold on. It is 2023, and this man just said, oh no, my Tamagotchi. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know they're coming back, but anyway, anyway. sorry. Uh, you guessed it, though. We watched Street Fighter, the movie from 1993. You can get this thing Four. in a... St- huh? 1994. Uh oh, I said that. Are you sure? Uh, yep, it's four. Production. Oh, yeah. barely four. Almost 95. Wow. How about yeah, that? Yeah, it was two days before Christmas, I think. December 23rd, 1994. Wow. Good idea. Good idea. Um, where to watch it? You can rent it. Get this steelbook right here. Uh, but Corey's going to tell it's us like all about it by bucks. reading the back of that. Yes, I am. I want to read the top part of it, too, because I want to tell everyone what comes with this. So action is the name of the game. Enjoy Street Fighter like never before in a limited edition steelbook with new bonus featurettes and collectible bison dollar inside. I also have mine. Are you going to be part of the club and have yours as well? Oh, I didn't mean to open that, but my face is right there. So there you go. Oh, it's perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think this was like, I don't know, like 13, 14 bucks. Like it wasn't I that don't expensive. Remember. It was on sale when I got it. And I was like, you I, know I what? I don't. I, I, I was like, I still haven't seen this. That Bison Dollars fun. And I've seen it for like the past five years in our discord. So I should probably own that. Huh? Hold on. I want you to hold up your copy because I don't have, you don't have a green screen trying to blur it out. But I will say uh, the front of it. They accentuate uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme's hair a little bit because it's not that high. Damn right. In they the do. Movie. You can see it in the. Oh, no, not inside there uh, on the back. It's 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 lower on the back. Oh, yeah. But I mean, it's still not as high as Giles. Like if he had that, it would look ludicrous. So (laughs) anyway, let's hear uh, the synopsis of this. So based on the massively popular video game franchise, this adrenaline pumping adventure star stars martial arts superstar Jean-Claude Van Damme as Colonel Guile, who leads an international strike force against the mad General M. Bison, played by Raul, Raul Julia from the Adams family. Bison, who has hatched an evil plan for world domination, takes dozens of relief workers hostage and gives the world only 72 hours to respond to his twisted demands. In that time, Guile must find the captives and confront Bison in an electrifying battle for the fate of the free world. Along the way, Guile recruits intelligence officer Cammy, played by Kylie Minogue, and reporter and martial arts expert Chun Li, played by Ming Na Wen, from the Ma- this one says the Mandalorian, but it used yeah, to be like she was is... big on. Yeah, Agents Current. of S.H.I.E.L.D. That's crazy. Yeah, uh, Two young con men, Ken and Ryu, didn't know that they were con men, right? That's fine. Don't worry about it. Played by Damian Chapa and mm-hmm. Byron Mann. And a sumo wrestler, E. Honda, played by Peter Navy Chuisosopo. I remembered it. Hey, I did it. <laughs> uh, doesn't mean we got it right, but that's what we said it don't, is. Don't credit Balrog in there either. He's oh, part yeah. of that Chun-Li crew. And he's which arguably makes no one sense. of the more, like, he had... Probably more under his belt by the time this came out than most of this cast, aside from the two lead guys. Yeah, I guess so. Between, but... like, Die Hard and Action Jackson and other 
That is true. Yeah, you're not wrong on that. That's true. Yeah, yep. but Rachel didn't believe me uh, that it was him, and I was like, "It's just we're just adding to the Static Zone universe." <laughs> wait, who was he in Axe and Jackson? Wasn't he a buddy in that? Wasn't he like uh, the Gopher, one of the Gopher cops in the in the precinct or something? I'm pretty I'd sure. have to I'm go back. Sure. And, oh, I'm pretty sure. Have, we should fact check this before we say anything ever. So <laughs> I don't. Do that. Uh, anyway, we're gonna go through. Let's see. It is. I wanted to put like all of the video game characters that were referenced in the game or in the mm-hmm. movie on here. So this list is pretty long. Some of these people, I will say other stuff they've been in. Uh, so top bill, we have Jean-Claude Van Damme, who plays William F. Guile. Uh, I put that his first breakout role was breaking. If you guys don't know what break it is, that's a breakdancing movie. It's fucking great. It yeah. got a sequel called Breakin' 2. <laughs> uh, Electric Boogaloo. It's that's the Blu-ray is called Electric Blue Galoo on the back of it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's pretty good. Well, shit uh, on me. Also was in Bloodsport and Cyborg. Uh, I've been meaning to want to sit down and watch uh, Cyborg. It's been looking. It looks pretty cool. Uh, we also have Raul Julia, who plays M. Bison, uh, notably from Adam's Family 1 and 2, Kiss of the Spider Woman and Overdrawn at the Memory Bank. MST, added you added that. I, I Hold added on. That. Yes, I did. <laughs> My second favorite MST, Overdrawn at the Memory Bank, the made-for-TV movie. Uh, Raul Julia is amazing in that. And Ooh, everyone I need to should check this it. out now. Yeah, it is one of the best. The movie far. or just the MST? The episode. MST is one of the best. Like, it is, like, Chirito and I could sit down. You could put that on mute, and I would take Tom Servo's parts. He could take Crow's parts. We've mm. watched that so much. It's great. Wait, is that your number one? or is did you No, my number one is two. Space Mutiny. It's, it's a cop-out, but it's Space Mutiny. For sure. I need to watch All right, more. We're MST, drinking to that, I guess. I, <laughs> I literally have only yeah, right. I literally have only ever seen the one where uh, my parents what is it? My parents are I blame what? my parents. I blame my parents. Yeah, that's a that's a pretty good one too. That has that unfortunately has a lot of slow parts. So I a lot hey, I gotta parts, I, as slow as things are, I realize it. more and more I gotta credit MST for giving me like the um the uh ability to sit through black and white things anymore black and white movies because yeah, yeah it's hard to do that does help the more other stuff when you can make fun of it you're like all right i'll sit here for an hour and a half and drink a beer and poke fun of this shit yeah so, yep 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 uh let's see what else we got um okay i already said ming na wen who plays uh chun li zhang which never knew her last name was zhang she was the voice of mulan in 1998 i sad that i have to specify that now uh, she's also, I don't know what character she is, but Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And she's also in The Mandalorian. I think she was also she was also on something else that was really big, too. Hmm. Uh, I did notice that she's in, what is it, Gremlins, The Mogwai Stories, which is, I think, like a Shudder-only TV show that came out or something uh, like that. I don't, I thought that was the movie that's not quite out yet, but keep going. I, I think her IMDb said something about like uh, t- she was in 10 episodes. So I was like, oh, is it like a sh- series or something? Anyway, uh, we also have Damian Chapa, who plays Ken Masters. He's notably under the uh, under siege, which is a Steven Seagal movie and another movie called Bound by Honor. Uh, Damian Chapa actually has an interview on the Blu-ray. It's about a 10 minute interview that makes me really understand like that character a little bit more and kind of like respect the actor a little bit more. So that's cool. some of that. Yeah. A lot of a lot of the Blu-ray extra stuff on the is re- is really really good. Like a lot of it is. Yeah, I did try to watch some of that. We can talk about it later, though. 
Yeah, we got Kylie Minogue, who plays Cammie. She's an Australian pop star, but she started off on a soap opera called Neighbors, and she's also in the movie Moulin Rouge. I think there's some controversy that uh, her and Jean-Claude Van Damme were actually hooking up on this movie. So, <laughs> Oh, I don't think that's controversy. Uh, he confirmed it. Oh, did they? Okay, never mind then. Mm-hmm. So, uh, And then you have Byron Mann, who plays Ryu Hoshi. Uh, play, he was most notably in the movie The Big Short and a couple episodes of Altered Carbon. And then we have Roshan Seth, who plays Dr. Dalson, Andrew Brynyarski, who plays Zangief, Grand L. Bush, who plays Balrog, Robert Mamone, who plays Carlos Blanca, Miguel Nunez, good old Miguel Nunez is back, Juana Man, plays DJ, we have Greg Rainwater playing T-Hawk, Jay Tavera playing Vega, Peter Navy Tuesosopo, I probably butchered it again, E playing E-Honda, and then Wes Studi Study plays Sagat. So that's your whole roster right there. You go to go ahead and pick your character, Scotty. So go ahead. <laughs> uh, I am a basic bitch and would typically just go with Ryu. Um, I don't I'm not a Street Fighter guy. I'm not a fighting guy, really, even though I know I put, a lot of uh, the Street Fighter uh, double impact three four. behind four. Oh, OK. No, it's a three. Um, okay. I thought I owned Street Fighter 2 on Genesis, but I think I just had the cartridge and couldn't find it to throw behind me here. But uh, that one. I've got the case uh, the third gift. strike. So <laughs> I don't have the, the only thing <laughs> I was like, I was like thinking I was like, I have to I, I respect the Street Fighter series and I enjoy playing it when maybe there's nothing else. But at the same time, I'm like, I've got to have something with Street Fighter to toss in the background at the last second. And then I'm like, wait a minute. I went to PAX in seattle oh once <laughs> and now my Surbot's wearing a cool little uh crossover headband that says mega man universe and it's got okay. mega man on one side and it's got okay. Rio on the other so that's really it that's really the only street fighter Good job you tried i have yep didn't care i, I mean the, i have rival I, I schools that's what i was into I, I forget. I have that on th- uh, the Xbox 360. I don't know if it was like the 20th anniversary edition where it had like Street Fighter one, two, three, all the third strike, all the soundtracks It came with the ke- or the Ryu statue and all that stuff. Oh. Uh, I have that. I like the lore of Street Fighter. The lore of Street Fighter. Super, super cool. Well, then and this movie's not for you. <laughs> It isn't. And I had to like d- detach that from my brain watching yeah. this movie. The commentary has helped a lot where you can actually see that a lot of the actors and actresses enjoyed being on the movie, regardless of Jean-Claude Van Damme being a dick. <laughs> but hey, he sounds like a total grade A douche fuck. I mean, that's what happens he acts like one, too, in this. Like every scene doing... he's in, I'm like, man, I you are you're a kickboxer. Get over yourself. I mean, you're doing $10,000 of blow every week, too. You got to remember yep. that. <laughs> Confirmed. He did $10,000 of crack cocaine every week. Crack cocaine. That good old cocaine. Yeah, it was amazing uh, the dualities happening because you've got Raul Julia there with his family, like doing this movie for his kids, basically on his deathbed. of the art. Yeah. Basically on his deathbed, nice guy as as much as you can be, and just doing his job. And then opposite end of the spectrum, Mister, I'll get out of my trailer when I'm ready. Let me do my drugs and bang my whores. No, not calling what's her name a whore, even though I forgot her name. But um, you know, <laughs> what, a, what a piece of shit he is. So uh, if you'd like to watch something that makes fun of um, Jean Claude Van Damme, pretty damn good. Future War is right up there. So check that out. I've heard of Future War. 
Mm-hmm. What well, you want to you want to know some interesting trivia that the only reason he's in the movie is because he was the big star that was within their budget range. Well, so, <laughs> yeah. And what's funny is apparently, according to the director, which, uh, hey, speaking of segue, Stephen uh, DeSouza is director on a movie called Arnold's Wrecking Crew. I bring that up because it's actually in one of his interviews, a TV movie called Possessed and then another movie called Robot Monster Special Edition. But he's more notable for his writing uh, credit which he did wrote Die Hard 1 and 2, Commando, and The Running Man. That's a pretty good track record right there. Uh, but the director was saying that... So Capcom 100% endorsed this movie, paid for it, had control of it. Everything that went into it, they were like, yeah, that's, that's what we want in the movie. And uh, they knew about Jean-Claude Van Damme, but they only ever knew of... People were like, oh, yeah, but what about his accent? Like, he's going to, like... He's playing, he's playing Guile, who is an American soldier, uh, and they're the Jap- the Capcom heads were like, "What are you talking about?" They always hear him dubbed, so they don't oh, hear right, the accent. Right, right, right. So yeah, they're yeah, like, yeah. "What accent are you talking about?" And then they were like, "Ah, fuck the accent. Don't worry about it. Get him anyway." Yeah, that was. Um, since we're going through it, well, no, let's go through the numbers and stuff, and then we'll mention the Blu-ray thing because Corey's kind of okay. quoting one of the bonuses on here. So, a little uh, bit, a little bit. So, yeah. Uh, let's see. The budget was, uh, it, originally it wasn't 35 million. It was around, I think 25, I think is what the director said, but it ended up being 35 million. Uh, the domestic opening was $6,859 for, or no, uh, roughly 7 million. And then domestic <laughs> is <laughs> domestic was 33,423,521 international was about 66 million. And then worldwide, it was just shy of $100 million. That's a pretty damn successful movie. <laughs> Is that bison dollars? Uh, nope. These are real, real dollars. Uh-huh. All right. Uh, let me see. Let me pull up the numbers because opening week, it, re- it released. Yeah, let's uh, get December, to that. It released December 23rd, uh, 1994. That was intentional. Capcom wanted to release it right before uh, Christmas, which pretty damn smart. Because like a lot of people are on holidays and stuff. Even back in 1994, you had like a school holiday. So like after Christmas, let's go see Street Fighter. Like, absolutely. Um, when I worked in a movie theater, our busiest day, and not just this movie theater, but like learning about that whole business and everything. Most popular day in movie theater. Movie theaters are one of the few things open 365, uh, 365 days out of the year. Christmas, Thanksgiving two busiest days of the year because you yep. are forced to spend time with your family and you can quote spend time with them by going to a movie. So I've gone, I've gone to a movie on uh, Thanksgiving night, like after we've eaten and all that and be like, Oh, we're going to go to a late showing, like especially in yeah. high school. I oh, mean, yeah. we would have, uh, when I was in a band, we always had one guaranteed paying local show that was, um, the day before Thanksgiving because people were in town and getting drunk before yeah. they had to deal with their yeah, families. Yeah, so that's, that's like, smart. That's playing to the yeah. crowd. Like, and it's it, like, oh. I had to tell so many people that too because they were like, especially my family, they'd be like, I can't believe you guys are playing that day. I'm like, it's guarantee. Or other people would just be like, are you really going to, is there going to be a crowd? I'm like, yeah, people don't yeah. want to be home for the holidays sometimes. They're going to so go spend funny. some time, about three hours with the family and then go get schlosh at the bar. <laughs> so Yeah, let's uh, go down some so, of those lists though. Speaking of so number one this week was Dumb and Dumber. Uh, We have the Santa Claus. Number three was Street Fighter. I think this is another one that was really what was the other movie that we watched that was high on the list? 
we watched uh, something that was something recently that was number one and we were like oh shit that's the first time uh, uh I could, anyway i could check but yeah keep going then number four was disclosure and then richie rich uh number six was little women number seven slot i'm not seeing anything there i don't know why there's nothing there that's weird uh, uh we have another movie. joke oh that is correct there is nothing there what yeah, the hell just not a movie there there's a number there but it's new that was its debut week of not it's being in nothing. theaters <laughs> uh <laughs> number eight was speechless number nine was drop zone and then number 10 at neil but then if we go down to like number 13 you got the lion king which that was six weeks on the out already uh star trek generations pulp fiction but yeah number three that's not too mm-hmm. bad that's pretty yeah. dang good for an opening weekend Wow. 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 Miracle. Street Fighter was Street Fighter like Street Fighter arcade scene was wild in the mid 90s, especially Mm -hmm. in the later 90s, too. Like it was bopping. Before we get too far, this uh, Street Fighter one and two were out. Nobody talks about one and Super Street Fighter had released, which is where half the cast comes from in this one. Um, Yes, because Turbo, I think. Turbo was later. Never mind. Yeah, you're right. It's super. Yeah. Because Super um, introduces what? T Hawk, DJ, Cammy, and who else? Sure. It was four characters. It was four characters. God oh, damn it. Boy, I don't know. Uh, you could tell me whatever you want to, and I'd believe it. Um, Balrog was already in there, right? Uh, yeah. Vega, maybe? Or is he already in there? No, Vega, I think, was an OG one. Oh, <laughs> uh, um, I can tell you a little fun no fact about out. Street Fighter. Mm-hmm. So the three main, the four main bad guys in Street Fighter in originally are Bison, Balrog, uh, Vega, and then Sagat. Sagat okay. changes later down the road. But apparently, like, I forget what the naming is, but like, because of translation errors, M. Bison actually wasn't supposed to be called M. Bison. I think he was supposed to be called Vega. And then like, uh, yeah, Balrog's all three of the characters to be Mike names, Tyson, M. Tyson. Yeah, so M. Bison, yeah, and then you had uh, Vega was supposed to be uh, Balrog, which I don't know where that comes from, so. Anyway. Four newcomers are introduced. T-Hawk, a Native American warrior from Mexico whose ancestral homeland was taken from the sh- by the Shadaloo. Fei Long, Hong Kong movie star, which detests his martial arts, gets the real Fei Long. DJ, Cammy, and yeah, and then four bosses. Fei Long wasn't in this, so. Balrog, Vega, Sagat, M. Bison. But we there will say that he could be in the sequel because, man, does this leave us with a sequel bait, <laughs> which Boy, we'll talk about later. Does but it yeah. ever. Um, but yeah, there's the numbers. Maybe Cool Runnings was that. the other one you were thinking about. Cool Runnings did launch pretty high. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right, Scotty. Oh my God. Um, yeah. What? I don't know where to go from here. Like, I already... oh, all right. Professional hosters. Here we are. Um, That's why I'm never in charge. So <laughs> this is well, this is normally where I would ask you, when have you seen this before? Have you? I've always so I've never I had never seen it in its entirety until I sat down for this. Like, wow, we I had always seen parts of it, always knew about the speech, always knew about the change the channel. I knew about the memes, like the the Tuesday, all that stuff. And uh, I bought the DVD and I was like, hey, let's watch this. And then I was like, oh, I quickly realized about 30 minutes in. I was like, I need the Blu-ray of this. Like, well, let's get the Blu-ray. I want to see the extra stuff and all that. So this is my first time viewing it fully. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I uh, somehow had never seen this movie, and it was a fun joke. 
uh, just a continual joke that like as much of a gamer as I am and I talk shit on everything and whatever and I know the quote I had to start with that quote because that is it's even as bad as people say this movie is and whatever that's still a decent quote because that really does like boom emphasize how much of a asshole warlord bison is by saying it was Tuesday so yeah <laughs> even like, even um <laughs> yeah so this was my first time watching it and Rachel watched it with me um she unfortunately fell asleep and missed the climax of the movie with all the big, big oh. fights and whatever but she didn't care um because when I asked her today uh, I was like, what did you think of what you saw? She's like, I had no fucking clue what was going on. And <laughs> because it was already Fair confusing enough. that the man who is clearly rich enough to have this HQ in a swamp, whatever thing, but he wants money anyway. Um, the uh, I think the joke there is he doesn't have money. He may he has know. his own money that he's promising people. <laughs> Yeah, but like that thing too, uh, between the Megavisions Discord and now our own Discord as well through the Static Zone stuff, uh, TJ, our buddy, would always post any day. I join the Discord, everybody. Find the link in our description here. But every weekday, I post a daily doggo, a fun, cute picture of a dog or some goofy dog thing. And on Tuesdays, TJ always replies with the um, the play off of the Obey sign uh with andre the giant and stuff but it has instead m bison raul julia's m bison and it just below says tuesday and it's pretty good and it's a good quote um there is one other really good quote from this that i'll mention before i forget uh was when ken says to sagat um he says if i hadn't met you i might have become you that's like damn that is unnecessarily deep for how this movie has been but it's It's pretty good (laughs) I know, and I so I was talking about how Street Fighter has a lot of lore and has a lot of source material. Well, once I started watching the interviews, I was like, not at this point. At yeah. this point, it's very right, little right, right. for them to go we on. We have to point the- out, I'm sorry to interrupt you, we have to point out, I meant to say this way earlier, at this stage, 93, uh, still 94, shut up, um, we had had the wizard we had had the super mario brothers movie and now this mortal kombat had not come out yet so not not yet this was like man John can they do it? turned down johnny cage for this movie <laughs> way to go asshole um but He's it's just like <laughs> but it's it's just like uh the bar was set so low by Mario Brothers that people are like, surely this is going to be better. Let's give this a shot. And we just hadn't learned yet from video game movie adaptations. So, well, and that's one of the trivia's a uh, little factoid. And it was confirmed in that Blu-ray stuff uh, was that the director said, like, it was always a comedy. Like, it was always parody. He sure. goes, I don't know. He goes, and then he goes, it just took 25 years for people to realize it. And you're like, well, did you realize that? Or are you just going with the flow now? There are forced jokes. There are like scenes made entirely just for a joke. Like that dude in the middle of the town with a bunch of pots and pans and a cat running around. I'm not going to lie. I laughed. I I was like, visual gag. (laughs) that was when I realized I was going in and out when I was watching this. Um, Oh, I, I guess I should. Yeah, I. So I watched this yesterday after doing a lot of physical labor, helping my buddy move uh, to U-Haul's worth of nonsense into his house. And um, and then I was like, well, time to watch this movie. And I should not have done that since I barely do anything physical ever. Um, And was just I was not able to really I was trying to take notes and watch this movie. And so today I watched it again just to hang out and watch the movie on its own. And I still I think. 
And I think I needed to do that because I was like, this is the video game movie that people say, oh man, remember how bad that was? Remember how shitty things were with video game movies? And you remember Street Fighter, uh, Tuesday, and all this stuff. I'm like, it, it's not, it's not that bad. It? It's Did not you watch that, it? <laughs> yeah, it's not that bad, but I can 1000% understand if I was going into this as a Street Fighter fan, like I would just be so mad. Even though the cast is not that big, I was floored with the Resident Evil movie not having Jill in it, you know? So, but granted that series had story yeah. in iteration one. This a doesn't lot of the have story, but at the same time, it's like... a lot better later on. Yeah, I would like to maybe see the anime, uh, but like the, um, the fact that this is a movie based off a fighting game and at first there's a fight like every four to six minutes in this movie because i actually did the timestamps for the first three and then i was like oh wow they're actually gonna like have some fights in this and then like nope. nothing happens for 40 minutes yeah, in terms of a fight yep. um, now we're gonna have a gunfight yeah that's so that's Fighter, right <laughs> yeah but so this is my first time and that's why i felt like oh there's i felt like there was more history behind how bad this is than any other than any because also i think i think the big thing is this was released before uve ball uh jettisoned his bullshit into or injected his bullshit into video game stuff so i think this was like this podcast this was like the you know bar lowest it can get with video game movies before uve ball got in there so i felt like man i should actually give this another shot because i feel like i was not even gathering Critics what was happening very nice to video game adaptation oh, movies either yeah i thought of something we can start doing every episode but i forgot to prime one for this i thought it would be a lot of fun if we went to rotten tomatoes and found like the worst review and just read it on a movie like at <laughs> yeah, the end of this yeah stuff. that's great that might be really fun um, yeah do I'll, that shit <laughs> i'll try to find one while we're going through here i'm sorry for the recording if it like garbles up here and there but but anyway after watching this uh and and what they kind of stealing it from what they said on one of the things on the Blu-ray, the extra thing, it really is basically a G.I. Joe movie, but it has named video game characters in it. <laughs> yeah, there's so. a lot of times we're in the movie where it's just like, that's right, isn't it, Honda? And I was like, well, oh, we're, are we just dro name dropping? And then like later in the movie, a I lot mean, of the characters yeah. do get to like show off like, I mean, their thing. They at which, least have. Yeah, but it's it's. There's 16 characters you got to develop and have a little bit of a backstory. That's with. the thing. They did not need to do that. They did not need to actually try to give backstory to everybody. And they also like some of the fight. Um, uh, you just said it. Signature moves that they have, like just don't mm -hmm. translate well into real life because like when Ken finally does an uppercut, he like slowly spins around. I'm like, oh, yeah, I yeah. guess that's supposed did you to be see the, the, the slight Hadouken they tried to do. Yeah, and they like made the screen flash when it happened and it too. popped like a fucking firecracker. Like it was uh, like, Pow! and I was like, what? <laughs> okay, I right. guess that's a Hadoken. Uh, I don't, I don't know. I mean, it, Raul Julia saves the. I mean, oh, he's the best part of this film. He is the he it's was having absolutely. fun. He is the best part of this film for sure. Um, just everything. And it's he really does, good every to line. hear to hear that he was so nice on set and all that stuff. It's just like, but the thing is like. Too like he so unfortunately he was terminally ill with stomach cancer. Uh, so whenever they like 
dressed him for the bison costume. He went and had like a surgery and he or something like that and lost a bunch of weight. They had to incorporate <laughs> fake muscles into the suit because he was literally just skin and bones. Yeah, not doing well. He was suffering from stomach cancer on during the filming of this, um, but that wasn't even how he passed. He actually passed before this, uh, excuse me, was released um, from a stroke. And coma. yeah, it was. And yeah, it was pretty sad. It's related um, from the stomach cancer, but yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so that that is sad, but it's good that this that he is bad as this movie is a parts his he does a great job and he like every just everything around bison is ridiculous and wonderful <laughs> in this movie like my only downside i would say is like but i'm i'm so used to, I, I watched a lot of the street fighter and like there's a bunch of different street fighter animes but there's somewhere whenever bison's on screen he's the biggest motherfucker in the room and mm. you're just like like he's humongous he doesn't have pupils he just has these maniacal wide eyes and you're just like, okay, besides being not super buff and all that, he's doing exactly what like you would want a kid-friendly M. Bison to do. Because at the end of the yeah. day, this movie was for kids. And it was built... It was th This movie is an advertisement. It's just an advertisement to be like, look, look at all this. And they're like... They had all the merchandising like already yeah. ready to go and all that shit. They're like, let's... like We're about to make so much money. Yeah, yeah. It's the video game doesn't look bad either. The what do you mean the video game? So this is the, the Street Fighter oh, the, the oh, movie. Jesus. The video I forgot game. that even yeah. existed. Talking about all this and watching this thing, I own it. it. It's right behind me. Yeah, Fuck. Because they were also recording the movie and also recording stuff for that game as well. Hell because yeah. it's all like live shot, like Mortal it's, Kombat. Well, yeah, which is hilarious that like Mortal Kombat came out as a competitor to Street Fighter. And Mortal Kombat is digitized, and then the Street Fighter movie comes out, and the game yeah. based off that movie is digitized. It's so. it's weird. It's weird. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Uh, the movie does have flaws, though. Yeah, for sure. Like plenty of. Them. We were talking about Raul, and like because Jean Claude Van Damme's accent is really bad. You could tell, it's... like even with his acting, he didn't want to be there. Yeah, it felt really felt like it. I, uh, Everybody else is great. Kylie Minogue's great. Ch uh, uh, the actress that plays Chun Li's great. Like they're all great. I like the every, guy that plays Vega too. All the supporting actors. Vega is just beautiful for no reason, and he does throw roses at people. Um, the I like uh, how he got his face burned because later in the anime, there's a part or in the anime movie, Chun Li kicks him in the face, and he's just like, "You bitch, you hurt my face." That's I'm beautiful, and all this other uh, stuff. I was like, "All right, that's cool that they did that." Does too. he ever take his mask off in the games? Is that what he does? Yeah, you can knock it. You, you can knock his weapon you and his knock mask it. off. Okay, I yeah. thought that was like a thing. Like he, he doesn't take his mask off for some reason in the games, and then like his introductory his scene, moves, he takes his mask yeah. off. So his moveset different depending on if he has the weapon or not. So oh, okay, that's cool. Um. Yeah, there's there's a lot of reviews on here. A lot of them in Spanish, so maybe I don't like Sagat that. though, just being a weapons dealer. Like Sagat has a really cool backstory, that but again, the backstory came out. Yeah, the, no, yeah. the backstory is there from Street Fighter One because he's the original. Ryu loses the tournament in Street Fighter Ryu, One. We didn't even mention like Ryu is the mascot of this series. It would be like he's yeah. I mean, I don't know if if the game had a different name, they would be like, oh, yeah, that's John Street Fighter. You know, that's Johnny Halo. People wouldn't understand. But like he is the every he is not for the movie. And, it's Jean-Claude Van Damme. One hundred percent. Like the reason I rewatched it 
or not rewatched it, but just watched it another time. Um, I did, I did, uh, since I like was falling in and out of sleep the first time watching this, trying to take notes, I watched a little bit of the bonus stuff. And um, I forget which thing was saying on here. Uh, you don't have like the menu up or anything, do you, that you could run down? Uh, I remember a lot of the titles. But um, there, but there's a bunch of stuff on here and I was starting to watch them and someone was saying on there like, yeah, it is kind of weird that uh, Ryu and Ken are like arms dealers. I was like, wait, they are? I did not even grasp yeah, that. I clearly hustlers. was falling asleep was continually throughout this versus, movie. That was probably in the game versus the film where the, I think it was like a video game like, historian was talking about like all that stuff yeah and talking yeah, about yeah, the game yeah. and all that it's weird because like like i said in the first street fighter he loses and because he's so mad that he lost to sagat he unlocks the evil hado or whatever inside of him and that's the uppercut scar that is oh. on sagat so it doesn't make any fucking sense that he has it in the goddamn movie at the end I was like, why does he have the scar? No one uppercutted him or no one unlocked anything. I was like, all right, whatever. But I, I was that was the one thing that I narrowed in on. I was like, that was the story of the first game. You should have transposed that into the movie. <laughs> uh, what about Dark Ryu? Is he in this? We just didn't see him. Evil Ryu is not in this yet. <laughs> all right. Mm-hmm. Um, <sighs> all right. So, yeah, well, that's a cool story, though. That's why I asked you to take a little bit of the lead on this because you're more of a fighting guy than I am. Even Don't though get we me started on Blanca. <laughs> oh man. I was Don't like, get me I started on Blanca. Blanca's origin story is even dumber than that. By everybody say it together. What was he raised by? Eels. Ele ele eels. Electric eels. That is oh, yeah. fucking I canon in the street fighter universe. I asked Rachel before we watched this, I was like, do you want me to tell you like anything about any of these characters? And she's like, no, I'm not going to know one way or the other or something like that. And we just got in there and I was like, let me at least show you this. So I wanted to show her what Guile looks like, how <laughs> ridiculous his hair is. And then like, because we were on the, the, the menu screen, I was like, look at his uh -huh. hair. Now look at this cover. They fucking raised yeah. his hair on the Steel Books yeah. cover. It's <laughs> just so bad. And then, and then you like... Not his first scene because he's wearing a beret, but when uh, it's the scene where they're around the table, um, Guile and a bunch of his commanders and stuff, like his oh, hair looks so bad. His hair is not blonde. His hair, like when it was cool to do highlights and, and bleach your hair and whatever, I tried doing that and fucked it up. And my hair went to like a, a <laughs> strawberry red, not not bright, but like yeah. a strawberry blonde thing. And I'm like, enough and, to traumatize you. <laughs> and well, I said to Rachel, I'm like, and she was saying, like, she knows more about um, product and stuff like that. And she's like, yeah, there's a word for that. Because, yeah, they definitely did too much or not enough. And it went in one direction that they couldn't fix it. So his hair's mm -hmm. not blonde. It's, like, basically red. <laughs> it's so... It's and not like that a it, But the thing is, red. it's, like, it's not even good enough that it looks like it's still his hair. It just is bad. You know? But it, it probably also doesn't help that he's surrounded by sets that are supposed to be, like, in the desert and, like, around temples and, like, beige and and yellowish colored things that his hair is not close to being yellow. You like Blonde. how he's in that fucking stealth boat? That makes sense. That's I <laughs> I was like, where's the toy of this? There's got to be a toy of this, right? Interesting backstory on this as well. Apparently, it was going, uh, the original story or the original uh, screenplay said that it was going to be an attack by he helicopter. But like what happened was where they filmed it at, I believe in, I think it was Thailand or someone in that somewhere in that area. Uh, 
there was like a lot of government contingencies and stuff, like a lot of crazy stuff going on politically. So they couldn't rent like a fleet of fucking helicopters and just like film this movie because the citizens would be like, "The work, our country's falling." Like, yeah, there was already so, a coup going on and or talks of a coup and stuff like that. Yeah. So, so they changed it over to an amphibious assault, and apparently that ship was supposed to be Bison's escape ship at one point. Okay. Oh, he was going. So they re. He was going to es- try attempt to escape at one point, and then they were going to catch up with him or something like that. So they're like, ah, let's just repurpose it, and we'll do this storyline. And I'm just like, how does this have anything to do with Street Fighter? Like, <laughs> but then again, I'm like, it's the 90s. It's 94. This is There is fucking 90s action up- smeared all over this fucking movie. Yeah. The lab, itself, the, movie. the lab itself is just straight up 90s from top to bottom. Do you uh, like the, the bags the, that the, say what they are in big letters? The, yeah, they they wheeled those in, and Rachel's like, oh, they're making popsicles. <laughs> they look like Cosmo and Wanda that's, from the Fairly Odd Parents. That is, that is my wife to be, cracking wise, the second she thinks of it. Um, and if you yeah. think about it, what they do to Blanca, Blanca is fucking terrifying. They yeah, reprogram yeah. his brain and Dude. show him. One of they, the fucking the second thing, aside from the fact that they're burning women alive, is like someone's getting shot in the street. And Rachel's like, that is, I don't think they made that for this film. I think that was real no, footage. That's World War II footage. Yeah. Great. That was confirmed. World the War kids II will footage. love it in Street yeah, Fighter. PG-13. <laughs> yeah. Was this no, was this just PG? Oh, it is PG thirteen. Okay, interesting. Yep. Um, way uh, to go, Capcom. You did it again. The or P- for the first time. Yeah, well, originally they got their R they when they submitted it, they got an R rating. Because, surprise, right around the time this they submitted it, a school shooting had happened. Oh. So, okay. And, okay. but the original version of the movie had more, like, people that were dying. They showed the deaths more. They showed, like, any scene that had blood in it, they, like, toned it down. Anytime mm-hmm. someone got shot, like, there wasn't a squib. Like, they made sure to remove that and all that. And apparently they edited it down like two or three times. And on the third time, they got a G rating. And they were like, oh, fuck, no, we don't want that either. (laughs) Um, Well, Guile almost straight up uh, mercs Blanca. And I'm like, holy shit, this is getting He was going to do it. He was going to shoot him in the head. And I was just like, oh, my God. Or whatever, help you, he said. But the director was like, he brought uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme in. And he was just like, I want you to say I'm getting too old for this shit. And that's where the at four years of ROTC for this shit so that oh. they could get a PG-13 rating. <laughs> gotcha. There there was definitely there was a lot of scenes that was very obvious. They added a line after the fact. And that was that was one of them for sure. There's a lot of them that were shot way because um, the shooting of this movie was all over the place because of Jean-Claude Van Damme being a cockstain and then Raul Raul Julia's health. Like mm-hmm. they just whenever like they couldn't shoot with Raul or if Jean-Claude Van Damme didn't show up like the director was just like, well, fuck, what are we going to shoot now? All right, let's go do this scene with Ray- Ryu and Ken. So, right. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's there. There is a lot of scenes without the main characters of the film, like you said, and some of them Uncle are so pretty great, though, because with like Ryu and Ken, when they're trying to do a deal and they walk in, I have quotes left and right from this thing, but um, uh, where Sagat offers, he he's like, would you like a drink or anything else? And two ladies of the night enter yeah. and Ken's like, no, nah, we got to get down to business or whatever. And they're very upset that the hot men don't want to have sex with the hot ladies whose job it is. I'm like, well, sorry. 
Um, well, what, that was it was just unnecessary that they even had a sound of one of the ladies going like nah, like a, yeah, right, something like that. Well, what what's interesting too is my first taste of Ken Masters is from the anime, and in Ken, he's he is the heir to the Masters Foundation and riches. Mm. So like he's a uh, he's a money boy, like like that's what he's got. But like he, he has fun, to baby. do like. Yeah, but like he learned through having Ryu as a friend, he learns what the sense of honor is and like oh. take, you know, becoming an adult and ru- not running away from his problems and all that. And this guy here is just like money hungry. He's money hungry Ken. He's a hustler. Like he really yeah. is. And I was just like, it's weird. It's fine. It works. It it's I'm not going to get mad because they're not like Ryu's not going on a on a quest to find Akuma because it killed, he killed his master, uh, it's not his Gohan, sensei. Goki. Yeah. His sensei and all that stuff. So, yeah, I don't know. The story of street fighter is really cool. If you ever get a chance to stumble down the Wikipedia or something like that one day, it's got a lot of go- like Chun Lee is not a news reporter. She's an She's agent a- of Interpol. Yep. So, <laughs> yep. Yeah. Her dad's head of the Hong Kong police force, like all that stuff. So, yeah, it, um, it feels like more effort went into this steel book than this movie sometimes. But because did you look at the very bottom? It's even got some. Oh, quotes. yeah. Yeah, they're all around here. I love. Are you a man to enough to like fight that. me? Yeah. Love attention love to detail like here. that has quotes on the bottom of the case. Um, yeah, it's not bad at all. Boy, oh, boy. Uh, let's see. Um, he doesn't like women, does he? That was another quote I wrote down. Nope, uh, he just doesn't like journalists. So uh, I, <laughs> I did. You, it is an equal opportunity hate. <laughs> Jesus, there there were some parts that did make me laugh out loud, though. Um, when uh, when Giles pretend when his uh murder is faked on not on TV, but it's like announced or whatever, and yeah. um, DJ says to uh Bison, he's like, "That's great news, General. Congratulations." And Bison's like, "On the contrary, I mourn." And then DJ's like, "Okay." And just like, he's like, oh, <laughs> I forget his delivery, but it was like, OK, and just like awkward as hell. But it made me laugh. Um, that's the, that's a thing that, that 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 Raul Julia did really well is because there is that sense of honor in Bison in the anime and in the game and all that stuff. It's just mm-hmm. he's he's die He dials the psychotic up to like 11 in the in the uh, comic books and all that stuff. So, yeah, yeah, he is. He's like. He's one giant mecha away from being a Power Rangers villain, basically, in this movie. Yeah, I'd put him even higher than a Power Rangers villain is what I put. Oh, also, hold on. I'm backtracking to Blanca because at one point he says, we're coming to save you, Charlie, which, by the way, if you're fucking colonel, you wouldn't say that on TV because you just damned your friend. Yeah. Oh, is that Charlie from the game? Isn't there a Charlie? At first, at first, because in the anime, in the show, that's Charlie gets captured by M. Bison and is psychologically rewired and becomes. Oh, uh, that's a right. Peg. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, oh, cool. And then he's like Carlos Blanca. And I was like, no, wait, what? No, that's not how that works. It just makes uh, um, it makes um, Guile seem like even more of a like racist douchebag. Carlos, let's call him Charlie or, you know, like what? That's not his name. So it's just kind of like, I mean, they he's a womanizer, too, because at the oh, end of the yeah. movie, he's like he, he finally gives Chun Li the interview and he goes, only if you wear that dress. And I'm like, he's uh, going to fuck her. He's that's what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, it's bad. There are some things that have not aged well, but the actress um, for Chun Li, though, actually did really like Street Fighter at the time. So she was really happy to play Chun Li. That's cool. That's uh, 
Yeah, I mean, you could tell people were excited for this and some. Yeah, it's no Mario. Well, a lot of the people that worked on it, like especially like the writers and the directors and all that stuff, they're like, yeah, my kids won't shut the fuck up about this game. Like, (laughs) so. Yeah, it's um, it makes sense that it got a movie because uh, this was the series that put Capcom on the map. And then when Capcom was dwindling and like disappearing, Resident Evil brought him back to the map. So like, and then when they were dying again, Monster Hunter brought him back. So yeah, so it's um, which uh, well in Japan because I don't I don't feel like Monster Hunter ever made a hit here until long after the fact. But still, like there no, were games. it was it was World World was the one that was just like mm-hmm. everyone's playing Monster Hunter now. So um, but so it makes sense that these had movies and everything. Uh, but it. Wow. Yeah. Um, let me see. Here. I'm not watching the Monster Hunter movie. I don't care what if it, I don't care if people recommend it. I'm not watching that shit. Fuck that movie. <laughs> That's fine. Um, where I lost my place, in my own notes here. Oh, I did. Yeah, I was mentioning like two minutes in. There's a fight. Uh, yeah, like an actual not a street fight, but a fight. Um, I loved in the well. Also, though, we didn't even mention that like this movie kicks right the fuck in, like the, right away. the logo and then Street Fighter and then the the world is at siege and all Shadow, this crap. The, and I the love world how is set up in two minutes. Yeah, and I love how the um they have the stock photo of M Bison. Like you think like oh it's gonna be a news report. It's gonna stop like when he's kind of tiny and just have him on the screen. Nope, it starts in the middle and then zooms into like his fucking eye practically. Anytime, anytime, Raul Julia is on. On stage he just it's he's just stealing the show like well, I he wasn't there that the was other. just a picture of him I, I, but i mean uh, even the pictures of him i'm like yeah like well what's great yeah, is his demeanor blink. when he was like he purposely because he had played mussolini in a previous like film adaptation so All like right. he knew how how to physically move like a dictator and you're just like that's cool like but he's also like whimsical and funny at some points too like yeah. he's a jokester He's just yeah. like, oh, don't worry about it. like all your science because the Dawson, Dr. Dawson, which I guess that's a thing. Dalsine. He's like, oh, yeah, my uh, my science is being used for a perverted dream and all this other stuff. And the vice is just like, you know what? After I take over the world, we'll get you public or uh, we'll get you uh, get you published. Published. That's what it is. And I was just like, all right, sure. That's funny. Like, uh-huh. M. Bison in the cartoon and Tell all that what, stuff I'm is definitely not jokey. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I did like the introduction to the laboratory also because uh, for no reason on the desk next to him, it's like, I have a beaker with dried ice in it. This must be science. It's <laughs> like, that's all you got to do. <laughs> science. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, great. Pretty good. Pretty good. Um, you, I think you wanted to mention something about this fight uh, when it's Ryu versus Vega. I like how they just rip his shirt off and it's just whatever sexy man time. So... Yeah, they don't even get the they get their costumes because at one point Ryu, Ryu and Ken are enlisted by Guile to infiltrate oh. Shadowloo forces because they have a connection with Sagat and Vega, and Sagat is Bison's weapon dealer. Okay, I got that path down. Mm-hmm. So so they don't they get their costumes by becoming part of Shadowloo. That and it just has that stupid Shadowloo logo. And I'm like, they're going to rip that off later. And then when they finally, they go to rip him off. And then Ryu just rips his shirt. off. I was like, that was unnecessary. Like, oh, yeah. You no, didn't I wasn't, need to do that. I wasn't talking about that. I was talking about the first fight where he has a knife. And you mentioned. That. Oh, and the lady rips his shirt off. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was talking about. Because I was just like, Great. whatever. Sexy man. Sexy uh, chests time. 
Um, and you said One apparently that knife was about. not a fake knife though. That was a real fucking blade from I was reading. It looked some stuff it looked about weird. It. it looked like it was wrapped in aluminum foil. <laughs> um, but uh, the the censored down stuff that I was talking about was when they're when Ken and Ry- Ryu just walk into that scene. And that guy is fighting Vega, and then he just falls on the ground dead. Well, at one point, he gets, like, electrocuted from, like, trying to get out of the ring or something like that. And then they toned it down. Like, it was supposed to, like, they showed that death. Oh, I thought he was just hitting barbed wire on top or something. No, he gets, like, electrocuted and fried or something Uh, like that. Hmm. Yeah, so. Sure, why not? I mean, it's Street Fighter. It's not. Mortal Kombat is the edgier one. So like you're gonna show all that stuff in Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter, you're trying to like your your age demographic is larger, so mm-hmm. you're trying to make. I mean, they probably made Mortal Kombat uh, the movie toys, but Street Fighter, I mean, that's more kid friendly. Yeah. So like, I understand why they wanted to tone it down a little bit. Yeah, uh, toning it down by uh, when Guile's killed and he and the paramedics come over, they just have that sheet ready. <laughs> They so, just like check his vitals. No sheet down the face, and I was like, "Dude, we're twenty minutes in. This fucker's not dead." Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's pretty obvious. Um, and then shortly after that, though, uh, I lost my shit when um, Chun Li is in her news van with uh, E Honda and um, oh my god, I forgot uh, Balrog. What? Isn't I said Balrog. Okay. Um, they're getting ready to do something, and then. Uh, e Honda goes up to the front to get the keys and then the camera's on him getting the like at the steering wheel and suddenly curtain pull by Chun-Li and she's in all black I'm like what the fuck was that and then it cuts it's like we're outside and then it cuts back into the van <laughs> it's it's fine it's fine I do like how there's multiple paths that are all going towards it's one of the things I liked about Avengers just the not the entire 10 years of a, the Avengers movie just the one Avengers movie you have six different plot lines all going to one thing which is Thanos and in this case mm. it's uh it's uh M. Bison so I was like I like that they are intertwined with each other pretty well it's mm-hmm. dumb that Ryu and Ken are weapons dealers but it's fine yep. because it all encompasses and everything co- connects coherently yeah it makes sense for the sense for the sake of progressing the story sort of they they could have done you could really. remove you could remove all of the concept of Street Fighter in this and rename all the character, rename everything. It would still probably be pretty solid. They could have still done Ryu's story of him just being a wandering warrior because he 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 could have just wandered throughout this film and just like gotten into fights for no reason and then ended up in in Bison's place for whatever reason. And that's what happens. That's what happens in the cartoon. Yeah. But also the director had two days to come up with a pitch. Hmm. 48 hours to come up with a pitch to present to Capcom. And they picked his on the first try. Like, he got picked right away. They, well, apparently, word is that they had a similar idea for, like, this was what they wanted to do with the story, was to have some sort of, like, semi-war thing going on and and whatever like that. Not a fighting tournament. They wanted to specifically not do a fighting tournament. Yeah, because what was, like, so many, it had been done so much before. Like, yeah. Well, yeah, movies had inspired the Street Fighter game and the Street Fighter game was what those movies already were. So why make that movie again? Eh, I don't know. Maybe to make the f- fans happy. Any kind of fighting anime that existed back then had some yeah. kind of fucking tournament at some point. Yeah, Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, Yu Yu Hakusho, all that shit. So, right, right, right. Um, uh, I do. Have but a- hey, I mean, oh, go ahead. No, I was going to. My question can be for later. So it's more of a wrap up question anyway. 
Well, I oh, I'm not done. I was going to say no. <laughs> that uh I no, I was going to say like, well, hey, they turned it all around. They brought it back to game relevance because Bison uses a couple of fight sticks. Yeah. And it's on the World Warrior screen, like the yes. world map. And mm-hmm. I was just I sent you a picture. I said, "What the fuck is this?" Like, <laughs> I said, "I'm, I'm sorry, sorry. What? what now?" Yeah. Uh, and I was like, Sure. He holds the stick correctly and everything. If the if the fucking movie was that's why I'm like maybe the movie was meant to be fucking funny this whole time like mm-hmm. yeah because like yeah. that's that's just a fucking goofy but like Capcom agreed to that Capcom uh-huh. was like hey let's do that uh-huh. like mm-hmm. it's, should've, it's they should have released a variant they uh when all the mini consoles were coming out they Capcom did do a it wasn't a mini console but it was a plug and play where it was the logo of Capcom. With two yeah. joysticks and a set of face yeah, buttons it's too, on it's it, it's humongous. They should have like released a variant. They should have released a variant that was this movie's version of that thing that he used. If that's not already out there somewhere, so far. Oh, bad. I bet you someone's fight stick has that selection art on it. Like, I hope it's someone's. It's the art of the fight stick from this movie. So it's a fight stick on a fight stick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Meta. I, it sucks too because, like, and again. At this point, a lot of the reference material hadn't been developed and the lore hadn't been developed yet. But Balrog's story is really cool. He's actually like a dirty boxer. Like he got oh, disqualified okay. because he's a cheater and like would stomp on his opponent's foot and then just like hail Mary them Whoa. and stuff like that. All yeah, right. he was super dirty, which okay. I don't know why they did. I mean, sure, whatever. I don't know too much about E Honda though. So like him being a from Hawaii. But like it's fine know. because M Bison fucked up all their lives. That's why they're all three together. Yep, sure. I mean that fits for where they are. Um, they they see. the little like little lore nuances like that they throw in lines here or there. Because at oh, one yeah. point too, you're thinking like, why don't they just get a bunch of helicopters? And there's a line where Jean Claude Van Damme goes, he's just like, uh, an, an attack Aerial by air is impossible because they're an- yeah yeah. And I'm just yeah. like, well, that's an easy way to get that out of the way because you couldn't shoot it because of legality reasons. Oh, yeah. You can fix a lot of things with just a piece of dialogue here or there. Um, the I did laugh at the scene where the bison soldiers with their guns approach Guile and then he whips out just a knife and they start to back away. But then it turns out he was going to cut the rafters. So did I. That's what I thought at first, too. Like that was going to somehow make something fall on them or he was going to disappear or something like that. But I laugh because they all started to back away when all he did was whip out a knife. And but it turns out the U.S. Army is behind him. And I was like, OK, that was yeah, that wasn't too bad. That was allied funny. nations or whatever. I think. Yeah, sure. Whatever. I also um, T-Hawk. T-Hawk's supposed to be a big burly grappler. I didn't no even offense. know that was T Hawk until the second time watching this because I watched yeah, it, this with subtitles. Said T-Hawk. Because I want to emphasize that this is not against uh whatever. I couldn't understand Van Damme half the time in this movie. So I watched it I would watch it with His subtitles anyway great. again. But he's the one that says T Hawk's name for most of the movie. I'm like, oh, that's what he was that's T Hawk? I don't even fucking know. T Hawk's a big Native American grappler, and no offense to yeah. this actor, but he, they try to put on his gear like, thank God they didn't put the feathers in his hat, like in his headband. Right. Like that would have been bad. But I was just like, oh, that guy doesn't fill that vest out very well. Like, <laughs> I think that might be an actual Native American uh, actor as well, because I, I think the know. actor's name is like Greg Rainwater or something like that. I don't know. I don't know. Um, that might be just me being an asshole. So uh, the um, shoot, I had something and now I lost it when you were talking about. Oh, yeah. Speaking of vests. Did you like Ken's 
beige vest that he was wearing in the beginning. Man, that was an outfit, huh? Clearly, well, an arms Ryu's, Ryu's wearing a suit that's too big for him. So. That that was dude. That was just the nineties. That was not him. That's Trust true. Me. I don't know. It's just that of of everything, the Blanca and Dalsim stuff is bad. Yeah, and the Ryu and the Ken stuff. It works, but it ain't great. DJ doesn't even fucking fight. <laughs> no, but he worked at, at Microsoft. All. Apparently, did you hear that Is line? That I like. I had to rewind. Version? I had to rewind. I'm like, he did not just say that. And I'm like, why would he I say that in the nineties? I need to go to that on the DVD version to that yeah. and see if he says that because I feel like no one would have. Like Microsoft hadn't even been established at that point. I don't think. It was established because you had ninety Microsoft Windows ninety five eventually. But, oh, that's um, true. So uh, yeah, come on, nerd. Um, but Fuck like you, you can't even get audio issues under control. <laughs> oh, I got them. They're good. We're here. Um, Today. what about uh? And you're a fan of Godzilla, so I bet you love that one fight scene, huh? I didn't at all. Why I thought did it that was happen? A, I thought Why it was a really happen? poor taste, and I thought it was racist. <laughs> yeah why did that happen and in the watching it with subtitles on there was no like godzilla noises in brackets or anything it just there was no you just, just heard nothing. yeah well yeah that, I, no no now i think about it yeah what if the hearing impaired is watching this and they don't hear those noises and they just see godzilla. that scene fighting or that they just see that scene of them fighting and falling down on a model like are they just it might be better laugh? without the godzilla see, uh, sounds so. oh god it just it, th that's what i mean like there were entire scenes filmed for a gag that like doesn't fall that falls flat most of the time like that like one. the zangief eve honda fight i like that they're just yeah. fighting while all this other shit's happening i like zangief in this movie i've liked zangief in street fighter because everyone's like fuck grapplers and i love grapplers but mm -hmm. zangief's great in this movie and i like that when he finally realizes wait we it's 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 the wreck it ralph we are bad yeah, like just because much, you are a yeah. bad guy does not mean you are a bad guy and mm -hmm. i'm like all right and then at the end he's just like he gets his redemption. I'm like, yeah, Zangief. Because Zangief, yeah. his storyline is just like he's a really good wrestler. And he fuck, he has scars on his body because he fucking wrestles bears. Like, that's wow. what he does. <laughs> As you do. Yep. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't. Uh, well, we did. Yeah, yeah, he looks great as Zangief. E Honda did his, uh, his slap or some slapping. Uh, he did. He ended up getting blood on his face to make it look like he had his face paint on. And uh, I was like, okay. okay. Um, Balrog boxed the noise i don't know what his moves are but the noise where he was like wheeling his fist back no, is that one of his game. moves okay that no was it's not that was bad then um he moves very much like mike tyson one of his moves is he steps on your foot punches you in the face so uh, okay yeah i mean that 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 wind up thing was very scooby-doo that i didn't think that was needed, very kid friendly i can tell I you that I didn't think it was needed, but I thought maybe that was one of his signature moves. So maybe that was in there for that reason, but I guess not. Um, but not at all. Chun Li doesn't do her crazy ups or no, she does do her upside down kick, I think, or something. She does. I don't think it's upside down. I think she does like a whirlwind like kick like around like that, but it's not. It's edited really weird. Mm -hmm. It's um, kind of edited how Ken's stuff is like he does an uppercut, but it's not greatly edited and all that stuff. So for all the electricity that's happening in this movie, Blanca does jack shit of it <laughs> for some reason. No electric power. No, because like they wanted to make sure that you knew that he wasn't raised by eels. Mm -hmm. so, <laughs> yeah. Because that's how he gets his electricity powers from being from the eels. <laughs> it's so good. Street Fighter lore is so great. We can just yeah. do an episode on Street Fighter lore. <laughs>
another so time perhaps so fucking stupid it's so uh, dumb you want to know it's dumb too ken becomes evil ken at one point uh, and then evil ken has to fight evil ryu and it's fucking awesome <laughs> he's got white hair instead of blonde hair mm, nice clearly a sign of being evil i want everyone um, to know i'm really bad at fighting games but i love the lore of fighting games <laughs> yeah 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 uh there's also uh I mean, one of the best parts of the movie is when they zoom in on Guile's bicep with the flag, right? <laughs> it's so, on the front cover of the sure Blu-ray. <laughs> yep, it definitely is. And for some reason, during that fight, after he does an uppercut, it like stops for a second. It doesn't just focus on his arm. It zooms in on his arm for a split second. It does. So, it, Do you yeah. like how M. Bison's suit has a, a CPR and auto resuscitation built into it? Because I thought that was fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, that was good. But then also I was like, you... that makes so much sense why people are like, why is the suit all puffy? I'm like, oh, that's why. Like, it makes sense. Yeah, it felt a little dark because Raul Julia was in the health condition he was. But it makes sense for this yeah. movie. Um, it, but it can was... we talk about M. Bison's loungewear? Yeah, because goddamn, does he not look classy as a motherfucker? He's right. got those nice little slip-on sand, look like karate shoes. He's in a fucking robe. He's got six different hats he can choose from. He's got this painting on his wall. Uh, oh, well. I'm not gonna lie. If I were to get a painting from my house, it might be that. Like yeah, it's pretty it's, good. So it's on a it's on a bucking horse, a horse bucking. Uh, it's wow, it's that, the Napoleon. Uh, yeah, that's what it. It's it's based off of that. And he painting. also has that clown painting um in there uh yep. a sh and a chandelier made of bones dude that chandelier was metal <laughs> as fuck that was so I, that, that chandelier was awesome i what rewound it, the movie because what of would that it chandelier. take to uh what would it take to have the blood run up the walls though <laughs> like i was <laughs> just <laughs> basically thinking of that yeah uh, oh that's do you like how on the front that ryu has a headband on regardless of the fact that he never fucking puts a headband oh, on? oh he never movie? does yeah 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 Mm -hmm. not mm -hmm. a never no not one and and uh balrog's hairline is like i'm just like there's no way that's what his hair actually does they have to shave it like that's that it's how it is the game he's got the okay Vegito, that's that's Vegito widow's pick or widow's peak that's fine that's fine um yeah cammy doesn't really do anything thank god she's wearing pants in this because that would have gotten an r rating <laughs> in the game she's not um, she's in the actual cammy costume the same yeah, with, with uh same with Sakat. legs mm. yeah um and, and also balrog is just suddenly wearing all purple that just happens <laughs> so if you notice throughout it after they start doing he's that gradually losing clothing but he's losing his outer layers and he just fucking always wears that boxer outfit and I what's so. i don't know maybe it was purple originally but i always thought it was blue so i, I don't, don't know i'm getting really into the nuances so that's okay that's you're who this made it this you are who this is made for um not really because like i'm not like the hugest street fighter this is just basic knowledge that i've picked up just out there um i mean i do have a i, ha I have about four or five different udon like street fighter like yeah biography books and stuff like that because the art from street fighter is fantastic like i said i'm really yeah, bad at the fighting I, game but the lore I, of street actually Fighter's i think phenomenal. it was that same thing that i got that um bandana at there one of the udon artists was there and so anthony and i we were the ones there and we were freaking anthony. out so he 
asked the guy. I asked the guy to draw, draw Jill for me. By this time, Resident <laughs> okay. Evil Five was out, so I was and so like I, I asked for Jill Valentine, and I walked away, and I walked back. I was like, oh wait, I'm sorry. I I need to be the one with the. He's like with the beret, right? I'm like, yes, the correct Jill. You've got it. And oh, so like. Um, and then, but the reason I mentioned that is Anthony asked the guy to draw a cami for him. So, uh, yeah. Nice. Um, but that was pretty cool. I'm excited cool. for Street Fighter 6. I want to see where this fucking story goes. So Yeah, that should be, that. that's why we did this, right? Um, nope. It's actually, the, I think, an anniversary for this movie. Oh, Jesus. Is it? We're so good at this. Look at us, people. No, that doesn't uh, make sense. It came out around Christmas. What 94. the fuck am I talking about? Yeah, you announced the date. <laughs> I did. I, be, I I I said that and corrected myself within the, a two minute span. Next year it'll be thirty years. It this year it's twenty nine. Uh, we will we will retweet it uh, next year for oh sure. Yeah, hundred percent. One hundo. Um, ah, that's. I heard there. I have heard that there's a new Street Fighter live action in the works. Yeah, they've been saying that. I don't. Uh, whatever. That's fine. I don't Maybe, know. That M- might be they're gonna have to make. It. They have to make M. Bison super sinister. Like they have to make him like they can't try to recreate Raul Julia. They can't do that. I don't think they should. They got to go maniacal, like super maniacal. Yeah, like not give him pupils. Maniacal, you know, he just has make buff as shit and just no remorse whatsoever. Like Uh, at one point in this one, he's trying to romance Chun Li, and I'm like, M. Bison uh, wouldn't do that. M. Bison wants the power of the Hado. (laughs) Like that's what he wants. You almost sound like that's how M. Bison would talk in the third person. <laughs> I mean, I M. Can Bison don't want that. It. M. Bison wants donuts. Uh, I think the only other person that could... Solomon Grundy want pants, too. I like, don't know what I... <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the only other person that I could see come coming close to this role is probably like a Tim Curry, especially earlier Tim Curry. Not Tim Curry now. But like, no, Tim, like I put yeah. that on the same par as, as, as Raul in this movie. Okay. I could see that. Um, the prison scene. There's there are a couple of things that did make me laugh. Uh, but like that circ, the whole circus scene was just out of left field entirely. You like the makeshift um, fucking claws that Vega made in prison for less than four hours? Yeah, out of bamboo and stuff. Um, <laughs> bamboo and claw and raptor claws is what it looks like. <laughs> I guess they just had those lying around in Australia or wherever they were. I guess. Um, but the uh, the circus where. Eventually, whatever it gets, I'm not even going to explain how it gets like to this. But they're, circus. Yeah, yeah I'm not even going to explain how it leads up to this. Just watch this movie. But they're watching the TV and they see that a bomb is rolling towards the circus that they are in. And Zangief is like, quick, change the channel. I had never heard that before. I think you already knew that somehow. But um, uh, yeah, one of our friends in our friend group was like, because I on my Twitch channel, I have the Guile speech as a redemption. Mm-hmm. And someone was like, oh, you should put the Zangief one. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? So I had to look it up and I was like, that's nah, funny. Like, <laughs> OK, gotcha. That's pretty good. Yeah, he's just a big dumb oaf, but he's pretty entertaining in this. But loyal is um, loyal. Yeah. Uh, another great part of of M. Bison's uh, quarters is that fireplace. And that is the best transition in the movie when the all the heroes get gassed and they're laying down. And then it shows yeah. the fireplace, which is a skull, and M. Bison is laughing, and the skull fades out to the shape of his, it is his face. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's fucking good. perfect. It's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Scotty, I think you would love the fact that in Bison's actual, in the Street Fighter Two strategy guide, the layout of his castle, or his lair, he, the mountain is just a rush, Mount Rushmore of his face, Sagat. 
uh, Balrog and Vega. Like, oh, I thought you were going to say it's just M. Bison's face four times because that would also make no, sense. It's M. Bison. His face is the biggest. Okay. And then the other three are smaller around him. And I'm like, that's fucking good. That's really, really that's good. That's like his lair or whatever, his HQ. It's like like you, you like that's M. Bison's lair if you fly past it because you know it's on the fucking side of the mountain. But it ah. goes like underground and everything as well, too. Of course. The Shadow Lou co- uh, compound. Chat us. Anyway, like I said, I can sit here and talk about I just want to watch Street Fighter anime and just read up on the uh, history again. <laughs> what's wrong, good. What's what's wrong with Shadowloo? You started to get flustered about that. Shadowloo is just a good bad guy name. Like it's uh, just a good like it's it's like is that not a variant know. of Double Dragon or is that just Shadow Master? Sure, sure. I, I don't know. Maybe this is all from hmm. the same. This all all of these franchises spawned and birthed from the same around the same time. So it's possible. Mm hmm. Speaking of spawning or just things coming out of nowhere, um, their victory stances. What the fuck? It's all they're all based off of their win poses from the game. Yeah, but like, man, if you want to talk about something that's shoved into a movie, that is just the hair one go. Yeah. Picture. Perfect example. Chun Li's is perfect because there's parts where Chun Li's jumping up and down in her victory scene. I'm like, that's perfect. Yeah, that, I mean, I guess it makes sense. It happens after um, Bison's lair just explodes and, and whatever, so they're like, yeah, Before the dead. after credits scene. Oh, I didn't watch, damn it. You didn't watch the after credits scene, Scotty? No, because I fell asleep the first time, and I was rushed to watch this before we recorded now. I'll look it up real quick. Jesus fucking Christ. Just keep talking about anything. I don't know. I'm not going to talk about nothing now. Street Fighter... <laughs> No, we shouldn't say anything about it. Don't say nothing about it. I would like to still watch it. Okay, you can watch it, but you... Okay, this is a live reaction. You can't say anything about it, though. Uh, Oh, okay, post-credits. Here we go. Uh, Whoops. Whoa, that's loud. Because I was sitting there. I was... The movie was trailing off, and I was working on some stuff behind me, and I just hear the music, because the music that plays over the credits isn't super great. And then it switches, and I was like, whoa, after credits scene, here we go. Yeah, let me load it up on my computer. I hope this doesn't destroy everything, but I can't watch it on my phone because I won't be able to have volume on it. Um, I will just say that it is incredibly sequel bait, is what it is. Oh, okay. So that's why, yeah, when you said it was sequel bait, I'm going to keep talking in hopes that the recording isn't horrible. Um, You said it was sequel bait, and I didn't understand that because it didn't feel like it was at the end of just the movie. Um, But if there's something... with there's this. parts too where like Dalsim and Blanca like you think they blow up and everything but it, it's an off camera death so you can't okay. trust it in movies alright I'm gonna so. watch this I'm gonna turn the volume up of the okay. video as well alright it's, okay. it's not very I kinda long wondered, I kinda wondered yeah it's only it says it's only 49 seconds I wondered what happened to Blanca oh good the rats are still alive thank god for that oh but it doesn't show anything about Blanca or Dalsim it's like <laughs> but Activate. Again, right. they were off camera, so they could totally come back later. Oh, Dalsim taught Blanca the ways in the forest of the eels. Like, <laughs> Good morning, yeah, yeah. What? Are you yeah. fucking talking about? What are, are you fucking kidding me? Yep, boot up yeah. the world domination.exe. Let's go. Yeah, it's great. Isn't I it? did not know they had a Turtles 2, like Shredder's hand. Oops, spoilers. Yeah. Fuck it. Um,. I didn't know that. That's you, pretty. Did this good. movie? Did this movie's score go up or down based off of that? Oh yeah, I forgot we score this shit. Uh, <laughs> wow. 
Wow. Well, I mean, I, All right. I, I think that's really, a, I, I think, yeah, I think we, we've said a lot of the factoids. Uh, we talked about how uh, Raul Julia was fantastic to work with. Uh, there was a, I think it was an affair that Jean-Claude Van Damme was with Kylie Minogue, but then, like, he was just an asshole, wouldn't show up on set at all. Like, if he did, like, everything had to be his way or the highway, but Kylie was, like, actually nice to the staff and bought them stuff and was like, sorry that everything sucks, but here are things. So, because she was already established by this point. Like, she was, besides... Jean-Claude Van Damme, who I think they paid him $3 million, and Raul Julia, they paid him $7 million, which, by the way, that's a third of the fucking budget right there. She yeah. might have been one of the more higher-paid ac- uh, actors, but again, this is also the early 90s, and she's a female actress, so they probably fucked her over somehow. Yep. Um, yeah. Uh, I got a Rotten Tomatoes view uh, review. I forgot about that. I for- completely um, co- fucking forgot about that. So this doesn't have a name, or do they? I don't know. I never check out Rotten Tomatoes. This is this is just a half star out of five. <laughs> um, can you send it to me, or is it like just in a list? Um, I can probably send you this specific page if you want. Uh, sure, I'll know. take a look at it. But uh, let me know if it starts with a review from July 19th, 2021, once you load that up there. Um, this says, it. yeah, I, I don't know I the user. It. So it, let's give this person a name. What should they be called? Um, uh, Rio, Rio Pro 69. What did you say from July when? Uh, July 19th, 2021 is the top of the this page that I'm looking at. But it might oh, not I don't be see that one. That's good. Go it's under all audience, but it says after rewatching almost the item okay, after rewatching this almost 30 years after the first time I watched it in theaters and it is still one of the worst movies I have ever paid money to see, quite possibly <laughs> the very worst of the video game adaptations of the 90s, only exceeded by Double Dragon. <clears throat> My own review, that's a good movie. Everything terrible in a movie is present here. Oof. Awful dialogue, terrible special effects, stunt fails, bad fight choreography, poor casting, wrong, crappy script, non-existent direction, and lots of plot holes. And just to add insult to injury, injury they actually had the audacity to make a video game out of this terrible movie. That's right. <laughs> they they uh, made video game from a movie about a video game. And it was, and it is, was even worse than the movie, if such a thing can be believed. And made even less sense. Nostalgia and Raul Julia are not enough to make this movie any less terrible. Anyone who gives this five stars is either suffering brain damage or is just making a troll review. Thank you, Rio Pro. Hold on, I gotta ask a question. If you were... Do people not proofread anything? Like, (laughs) Have you been on the internet? That's true. I've written for things on the internet that I have fucked up, so... Yeah. Uh, He doesn't have... That's not true. This movie is not a... This movie is not a point five out of five. Nah, it's not that bad. I but like again, this though. Like, I want to start this as a new segment. <laughs> have the have the cool guy review, you know? Oh yeah. yeah. Cool guy review. Oh, I like uh, that. Cool guy review. <laughs> cool dude. Yeah. What do we cool dude rating? The rating zone. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Um the pro rating zone or something. We'll think of a oh, name. God. That that might be fun to to cap off some things with. Um but I mean, granted with the movies we choose, they might not even be on Rotten Tomatoes sometimes. Um Fine. The, it'll be a uh, special treat when we have it. So Yeah. Um I wanted to mention also there's like a radio DJ at the end of the movie, the beginning of the credits. Like, are we supposed it's, to 
is that like an ongoing kind of an ongoing joke? But he says like Shadowloo pop quiz, and I didn't even understand it. I didn't even I mean, get that joke. The whole thing, the whole way he's introduced is he's like, "Good morning, Shadowloo," and I was like, "All right, someone's trying to be Good Morning Vietnam." So that's what I thought. But also, it's like that movie's not rel like wasn't recent when this came out. But whatever. Someone gave this guy some creative freedom is what happened. I feel like. Did he get? Is he credited in the uh, IMDb thing? The uh, the DJ? I didn't look that far. Uh, maybe I'm not sure. And I know I'm DJ not, is right. Thank you. Um, so oh, sure Adrian you do, so. Adrian Cronauer. Why do I know that name? I think he's done shit. Maybe not. Oh boy. Well, he's credited in the Street Fighter movie, but getting off track now. So. Um, yeah, I don't know that we have any other factoids. Uh, boop -a -doop -boop -boop. Let me look real quick. Nothing that um, I haven't touched on yet. We talked about Johnny Cage. We did. Uh, Kylie Minogue stuff. I said that Jean-Claude Van Damme turned down the role of Johnny Cage to do yeah. this movie. Mm -hmm. Talked about the roughly one third. Uh, we talked about Raul Julia. Let's see. No, I think we hit about everything. Like mm -hmm. I said, make sure... You check out the extras. All the extras on the Blu-ray are really fucking interesting. Yeah, the they one, did some the new score, stuff for it. It's not. And yeah, it's the not score just old. was. Eh, it was okay. The the one that was talking about like scoring it, but they did say at one point they made like an orc orchestrated version of the main theme of Street Fighter that's like subtly in the movie, and I was like, okay, that's kind of cool. Oh, okay. I don't know it that well to know it. And also, M Bison said, "Game over," making this officially a video game movie. That's pretty good. I mean, that might be a channel point redemption. So, <laughs> oh, brother, uh, that's pretty good. Yeah, I think that just about does it, though. Um, so we don't have anything picked out for next time quite yet. No, uh, we should do Double Dragon now that you said that that's the best movie. The, that movie's fuck. good because I mean, I have mixed feelings movie. about that movie. It's a, I've it's never a, seen it. Then how do you have mixed feelings about it? Watch Red Letter Media talk about God, it once. <laughs> for once, form your own opinion outside of those men. They liked um, it. Oh, okay, Mr. I Love Everything Mega 64's ever done or ever thought of doing. What movie have they put into our podcast here? I'm not talking. I'm talking about my Red Letter Media is equivalent to me. That Mega 64 is equivalent to you. Like, you do everything about Mega 64. But I have. No, that's not. Oh, we're not having this argument. You're not making sense. You're not making sense. We're not picking a next movie right now yet, though, because I didn't want to rush a choice and then decide we're not doing it after the fact. So we'll figure Time it out eventually. It like we did with the Mario stuff. So. Yeah, we'll post it when we're ready. Um, we're going to have more of our friends and guests coming on soon again. Um, but I uh, didn't mention it last time, but I'll mention it now. Both of us have gotten back into streaming. Um, so we are doing those. We did one recently. This is the plug section, everybody. Uh, we're going to start doing that I'll plug again. streams. I can't guarantee shit. <laughs> well, I do streams. Uh, clearly, I'm the more professional of the two of us. Um, no, Eat but we ass. played a game recently. Uh, we played Knuckles Chaotix recently. <coughs> wow, mucus just everywhere. Did we play it? <laughs> yeah, we tried to. Um, it was an adventure, uh, and we had people joining us for that um in the chat and you can too but you can find all that stuff through clicking the links on our socials uh and i am going to be doing a marathon pretty soon for 12 hours me and rachel are going to play some sega saturn games to raise money for extra life do that every year 12 hours of mr bones or we riot 12 hours of mr bones 
Titans. Um, the Bonathon. Nope, that doesn't work. Uh, 12 hours. Um, Sega Saturn games raise money for extra life. It's good pause. Good cause helps out um, the Children's Miracle Network hospitals. And uh, let's see. Do we have anything else going on outside of that? I don't think so. I think just our streams are happening right now, really. Um, That's all we got. So, but, uh, and we'll let you know what our next movie is. Otherwise, though, anything else you, oh, we Wait, didn't no, we didn't give our verdict. Nancy's yeah, go. Yeah. All right, go ahead. <laughs> it's, it's on the fuck. No, you go first. I always go first. Uh, do you? I don't know. All right. What are we giving this? How many, I guess, how many bison dollars, right? That's obvious. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's, that's gotta be, I mean, I'll go. All right. You go first. Oh, that's, I, I forgot to say this, but I was going to say this when we were talking about, um, the quality of it and whatever with lore and everything like that. Like I went into this thinking like, man, this is going to be bad, but I think, but I came out of this realizing this is the equivalent of the ET video game. There are far worse video games out there than ET. That's what I'm saying. Like, people are okay. saying, like, this is the bad video game movie. It's like, no, but also, I'm seeing There's this now worse. that I've ex been exposed to most of Uwe Ball's library, that this looks like uh, there was, like, a coherent thought <laughs> that went into this movie as opposed to Uwe Ball's stuff. I guess so my question is, because we've also, in our previous lives, we've done a podcast review of the first Mortal Kombat movie. How do we stack these two against each other? Um, I'd say the Mortal Kombat one is better in terms of being more respectful to the source material. Uh, this yeah, one threw it all true. out the window, but this one had, uh, cause like the Mortal Kombat had kind of more fun set designs and stuff like that. And even with the bad CG, you could argue against that because the set design of uh, Bison's Lair is fucking phenomenal, but that's most of the movie. Um, Mortal Kombat has different stuff going on outside of like the cage match in this one. There's basically like cage match, swamp, uh, desert street area. Well, that's the difference. There's a tournament in Mortal Kombat and there's not one in Street Fighter. So. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. I don't know if you can even compare the two because it's like they're the both games... rated the same, right? Uh, you mean PG-13? Yeah, I don't think Mortal I'm Kombat's not sure. on R, right? I don't remember. I don't know if we see any deaths as much as you do or like intense stuff as you do in this one um so i don't remember what i ever told people about the mortal Kombat movie if i said to watch it or not or gave it a rating or anything but i mean for this one though out of five bison dollars um like i mean i can watch it again but i also i think i could watch it again and i enjoyed it because i don't know the source material kind of like how i enjoyed the most recent mortal Kombat movie i know very little about the lore so i just enjoyed the movie don't get me started uh, on that mortal Kombat lore is real fucked up <laughs> yeah 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 well and now they've got there's time, time travel jumps. involved so yeah there's time travel and it's fucked up <laughs> so i think um i think this one's pretty average and i guess i would just give it an even three out of five bison dollars, maybe what I was going to do. I was going to go right in the middle of the road. I was going to go to three. Yeah, because it's not like I consider the way this rating scale in my head works is like a bad movie is a one or a two. Three is it's like I'll watch it or I won't. Four is like I definitely will it's watch really this again. good, but it has flaws. <laughs> yeah. And like five is like, fuck, yeah, this is a good movie. I'm glad I own this, you know, so I'm, I'm still happy I own this because have it I... does have a lot of bonus stuff and it wasn't expensive. Yeah, but, you know. Have I? I know you've given a five to Scream. Have I given a five to anything? I don't think so. 
I'm, I'm sure when we so. go back to stuff, you'll probably say, you know what? Fuck it. Streets of Fire, six out of five. <laughs> you know, Streets of Fire is pretty fucking good. Like, yeah, it, it, it was just a perfect storm of first of experiencing it after knowing about it for years. So, uh, yeah, I mean, but I no, yeah, I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with a three. I think everyone should watch this. Like, don't like watch it at least once. Like, right. form your own opinion on it. Some people, there's some people that I know that are in our chats a lot that just love love this movie. They're like, I grew up with it. I love it. Absolutely love it. And like, as an adult, I'm like, it's it doesn't do the source material material justice that well. But also, in its defense, a lot of the source material hadn't even been created yet. So that's the thing too. like, that's the defense that the Mario movie has is there was no story. Save Princess. That was it. You still had three games, though. Of doing the same thing. That's a, not that. That's not true at all. <laughs> oh my god! You want to go down this route? I'll go down this route now. <laughs> you can start your own podcast. Um, I'm again. one step away from it. So good, fine, fine, good. All right. Uh, you know what? If you're getting a little bit of static, <laughs> don't touch that dial because you're right where you need to be in the static zone. <laughs> I hate you so oh, much. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Release this one on Tuesday. <laughs> oh, right. Tuesday. Bye. After seven months of fighting, the civil war in Chateau may have reached the turning point. The capital has just fallen. In December 1994, the forces of freedom will face a power-mad dictator in a struggle for the fate of the world.